Hey everyone, I'm Maya. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kyla. And we are your hosts for Cabana Talks, the official podcast of Cabanata PH, a youth-led organization that aims to bridge the gap between the issues of today and the leaders of tomorrow. Today, we are going to be talking about how all of us wound up at Cabanata and how this podcast came to be. So without further ado, I'm here to welcome the very first person who's going to give their member testimony. So just a little background, Rain has been here since the very founding of Cabanata. Even before Cabanata had a name, she was around for the entire process, choosing our advocacy, choosing the rest of our core team. And I'm super, super glad that I've had her for this journey. So uh, without further ado, welcome Rain to the podcast. Yay! Hello, everyone. So I'm Rain, the marketing head of Cabanata PH. And um, besides being part of the org, I like to dance and, I guess, binge watch TV shows. Um, I like to advocate for the environment and also social awareness and things like that. But I do mainly dabble in like environmental awareness. So, Rain, now that we know a little bit about you, what is your background in Cabanata? So, essentially, how did you get here and what's the journey been like so far? Okay, so I remember back in August, I think, 2019, Maya actually posted on her story on Instagram and it was like, who would be interested in joining an org that I would make or like, would making an org be a good idea? And I remember um, messaging her about how I wanted to like be a part of it like even if it wasn't like anything yet because even if we weren't really close back then I did know her as like the girl who if she put her mind to things she could do it like that specific thing and she was and still is an inspiration to me so I was like oh my god I like want to be a part of this because like I trust her and I know that whatever she'll be making would like be successful so I messaged her and I was really shy at first because like we really weren't close back then and um she was like oh like gee like let's make an or oh what would it be about because I don't know like what she advocates for and we both talked about how we advocated for a lot of things so we ended up thinking about like creating an org that advocates for a lot of things. And um, in the next coming weeks, we ended up coming up with an advocacy, like who would be part of our executive team, what we wanted, a vision, mission, etc. And a year later, and here we are, we have created like a family and we've done a lot. We've come really far and I'm really proud to like, see how much we've been able to do in a span of a year and yeah that's it I guess yeah so like Rain mentioned we really had this idea from the start and it was something that we both planned together and like what she said when she was talking about me which is so flattering by the way I view every single one of my core members like that I think that um, from the very start, everyone who I invited to be on my core team was always somebody that I viewed as a change maker. So it didn't necessarily mean that, you know, we had the exact same advocacies because 
a lot of us care about very different things. But at the root of all of our activism is the same desire to have the youth be part of our mission. And I think that that is what has brought us together. And that's what makes us such a great team. So, Rain, I wanted to just ask um, for all of the future marketing members, tell us a little bit about what you do at Cabanata, what marketing does as well, what it's like being a member in your department and anything you want people to know about marketing. Okay, so our department is basically in charge of handling like our external relations and like our promotions, things like that. And we also are a big part of our member recruitment cycles. So we handle emails, partnerships with other orgs and like-minded groups. We come up with ways to bring the org out into like more people's eyes and like basically spread the word that we exist and like we're doing like something that we want people to be a part of and like we want to create change um as a marketing member we usually are more busy around recruitment cycles but whenever we do get projects we do come up with like how to promote these things and like how to get the word out and things like that but as like a member of Cabanata it's really fun like we are all really chill with each other and like it's really a group of like accepting and like respectful individuals you know and yeah I guess that's it Okay, thank you so much, Rain, for everything that you've said in our podcast today. So I just wanted to ask for any closing words to our podcast listeners. They can be about anything. So anything you wanted to say to them, any final messages you wanted to impart, please do so. Okay, so I hope that this podcast reaches out to you in more ways than one and that somehow after listening to what me and my wonderful team have come up with, that you'll be inspired to create change and, you know, speak up and let people hear what you believe in because you are important and, like, your opinions matter and are valid. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Rain. The next person you're going to be hearing from is Julian. She's our head of logistics, and today she's here to tell you all about her Cabanata story, how she came here, and what she's currently doing. So, hi, Julian. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. So, I'm Julian, the current logistics head. And I find myself dancing, journaling, listening to music, and binge-watching shows and films. That's what I usually do. And some advocacies that I personally resonate with the most is caring for the environment and caring for mental health because those two really hit home for me. And it's something I want to advocate for. So I want to inspire people with that because they mean a lot to me and they should mean a lot to other people as well. Okay, great. So could you tell us a little bit about how you came to be at Cabanata? Like, what was your journey of getting here and what's it like now? Honestly, I relate to Rain as well. I also saw one of her IG stories and it really spoke to me because 
I was kind of new to the organization world and all that. And I wanted to be able to voice out and speak out more and involve myself. So when I saw that, I was kind of hesitant at first because I didn't know Maya as well as the others did. I just became her classmate, so everything was new to me. But then I decided to go for it. And then ever since then, as her classmate, I saw a lot. Like, you could really see her drive. I remember in Filipino, we were learning Noli Matanghere and then we were talking about Kabanata because the chapter and she was like, wow, Kabanata. And we were all like, wow, so cool. Yeah, that was what happened. And then in English, she would like make these sentences and talk about Kabanata and all these other projects. And then it made me realize these sentences that she made, we ended up accomplishing those achievements she wrote about in a few months. So I was like, wow, like I just thought about that and it's kind of cool. So yeah. I also got scared because people thought Maya was rushing this whole thing. And at first, I was also scared, as I said a while ago. But then I believed in her through all those things I mentioned. And look at me now. I'm like part of something that could inspire many. And I'm really glad I took down that path because look at Kabanata now. Like, so inspiring, you know, seeing all of that. Yeah, that's all. And right now, um, it also shocked me because... To be honest, when we first started, Lodge didn't do much because a lot of us weren't available and all of the events kept getting pushed. But then now, um, even though we're in this pandemic, I realized I've gotten way more busy now, which just shocks me because people would think that um, orgs would be more inactive now. But then I'm still doing stuff and it just shows that Kabanata really knows how to adapt to the situations and I'm really glad I could do something and help in one way or another. Yeah, so right now we're just working on some projects. We had our Sticking to Progress project. We sold stickers and we've had four beneficiaries for that. And we also had our Listen Up Organization Fair where people were able to learn more about the different orgs in the Philippines. And right now we just finished our Cabanata Relief project where we donated some goods to a smaller community in Rizal and that was our most recent one and we're also coming up with other projects so please stay tuned for that. So Julian tell us what it's like to be a logistics member every day in Cabanata. What are some usual tasks that you guys do and any advice to everyone who might be your future family listening to this podcast? Okay, so hi guys. Um, It's nice that you want to try out for Lodge. Just so you know how Kabanata really works, we manage most of the events and projects from setting up to building the actual backbone and structure of the event. We make sure that everything goes smoothly and that's why we also have our tracker. We also reach out to other entities that could be involved in our projects so it could be future sponsors or future speakers or even the deliveries um for example the sticking to progress we contact them and make sure um we get the connections and make sure everything goes smoothly during the project that's it for logistics and i hope to see you all in the applications So next up, we have Kayla, our advocacy head. Please tell us a little bit about yourself, the things you like doing, etc. Well, there really isn't too much about me, but if I'm going to talk about myself, I guess I'm going to start with something kind of weird. I really can't bake. That's why my family doesn't allow me near the oven. Ironically, I'm a sucker for any type of pastry and bread, bread specifically. 
And while my favorite words are muffin and elephant, I really don't know. I just find them really cute. But if we're going to go a little deeper, then I love putting meaning into everything I do. And I genuinely want to live a life doing something I love while being able to create change and impact. So Kyla, can you tell us a bit about how you got to Cabanata and the sort of work you do here now? So um, I'm going to keep it short and simple because frankly, it isn't anything spectacular. So Maya and I have been friends for years and as somebody who's known her for quite some time, I developed a sense of high respect and trust in her. And so when she asked me to be a part of Cabanata, I immediately said yes. I've always had advocacies of my own and my own personal beliefs and stands, but I never really knew how to put them into action. I didn't really have people around me who did this kind of thing and well, was never really one to take chances, step outside of my comfort zone and in general, just do things. So when Maya asked me to join the team, I took it as a sign and put all my worries aside and went for it. And honestly, I'm really glad I did because personally, I'm really proud of how far we've come. So yeah, that's my story. Nothing too special, but definitely something I hold close to my heart. Because who would have known that a simple yes to an invite from a good friend would turn into something as big and crazy as this? Moving on to your second question, while my work ranges from creating projects for the entire Cabanata family with my team to handling the content of our blog or blo- our blog posts, my team and I also assist with making content, connecting our projects and events to our advocacies and many more amazing things. Thanks, Kyla. Lastly, please give us a message for your future advocacy members and your soon-to-be Cabanata family. Anything you want to tell them about the organization, their work, any inspirational message, anything you want to say, go right ahead. To our soon-to-be Cabanata family and our future members, I can't wait to meet all of you. I know you guys are going to love it here and we're going to love you. I truly can't wait to create change, make memories, and share months and hopefully years with you all. Thank you so much, Kyla. Now, the last person you'll be hearing from is Sarah, our Assistant Executive Director. She was our social media head at first, which she'll tell you more about later. But basically, throughout her entire Cabanata journey, she's come from founding member to social media head to the now assistant executive director. So, Sarah, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. So, again, I'm Sarah, and I'm the assistant executive director of Cabanata. I, as you guys probably already know, am into graphic design. I say this unironically and not in, like, a graphic design as my path fashion meme way. I also really like baking though I'm absolutely horrible at it and I also really like reading. My main advocacies are feminism and quality education. So with that, can you tell us how you wound up with Cabanata and what's the journey been like so far? Okay, before becoming AED, like Maya said a while ago, I was actually the social media head of Cabanata. Maya actually just approached me during class hours and told me about her vision for an organization and asked me if I wanted to be a part of its core team. I was honestly shocked because I was never much of a leader and I was basically going into unknown territory by joining Cabanata. I also wasn't very close to Maya at the time, so I was honestly confused at why she would trust me with something that she treated as her baby. I wanted to be social media head because I believed that it would be the best way for me to utilize my artistic skills as well as my researching skills. It also gave me a platform to speak up about different advocacies and learn about other issues as well. I also believe, like up until this day, that social media is one of the biggest parts of an organization because it shows people who you are as an organization as well as your views on different issues. It's more than about growing your audience, but rather being able to effectively communicate your org's mission, vision, and advocacy. Being social media head was an amazing experience for me because it taught me how to become a leader and see the world around me with a critical eye. 
now I am the assistant executive director of Cabanata and I'm sort of like an all-around figure now. I'm still growing though with Cabanata and I still hope to continue to be a good leader to all our members. With that, do you have any last words for your future members, org, and family alike? I suppose just as some last words to all the future Cabanata members, experience is not equated to passion. If you are passionate about what you do, you will eventually achieve your goals and you will find yourself capable of so much more than you originally thought. Essentially, do what you love and love what you do. It sounds cliche, but it's taken me this far and hopefully all of you listening to this podcast will get far in your own journeys too. You all have so much potential, but it will lead you nowhere without passion. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you, Kyla, Julian, and Rain. So with that, those are all of the stories of how we came to be at Cabanata and what we see happening in the future. And in retrospect, it's just amazing to see how a little over a year ago, this was just an idea that we had inside the classroom and on Facebook Messenger. And now it's something that has literally become like such a big part of all of our lives. And I honestly can't imagine where I would be without this organization. Now, as for how did Cabana Talks come to be, the story begins with Sarah. So, Sarah? The idea originally came from us being fans of SheChat Podcast. We only thought of creating our own podcast when we noticed that some of our guests in our Instagram takeovers were guests on her podcast. One night, I was calling with Kyla and Maya, and I jokingly said that it would be cool to have our own podcast. Suddenly, they were agreeing, and we were creating plans for a Cabanata podcast. I think Maya can tell you guys more about that part. Yeah, so I really loved the idea of having a podcast. And honestly, Cabanata Talks was going to be the name from the start. I'm kind of a sucker for wordplay. And though this wasn't some stroke of genius type thing, it really stuck to me. Like most Cabanata-related decisions, I found myself really in love with the name and not wanting to let go of it. Just to give you guys some context, the three of us are hosting this podcast together because we talk a lot off-camera too. Feminism, food, the future, all of these topics and more are ones we could discuss for hours with one another. And just as a background, we all had speaking experiences before this podcast. I've spoken at multiple events and been a debater for my entire high school life. Kyla is in student council and is a member of our school's theater club. And well... Sarah's kept up with us through it all. Yeah, I'm the artsy one. No, but seriously, I guess we're just your average group of friends who calls every single night and talks about anything and everything from our current sub crushes to our stands and even the weirdest things that come up in debates. But we genuinely really do love discussing our stands, the things we believe in, and our advocacies. There really hasn't been a topic we haven't touched, but There's one thing for sure that I really do believe in, and it's that no matter if you're fighting on the same team, if you have the same belief, you're always going to have an opinion. And with the three of us, us being quite different from each other, yet quite similar at the same time, our opinions varied very often. And that was the best way we learned from each other, being able to hear each other's opinions out in the open, just talking freely about everything we wanted to happen, things we believed in, things we believe shouldn't be happening. We were able to really learn from each other. And there have been times where we were like, that is great. That that should be published. That should be talked about more. You should be on a TED talk stage talking about your beliefs. And that's kind of like what we plan to do with this platform. We want to be able to put those 
jokes we used to make about the things we talked about into something substantial, something that people could use, something to empower people from something that started as like a joke, something that started as a lighthearted conversation. We just really want to be able to show you guys that like things that seem small really aren't that small. They could create crazy changes, crazy big impacts. And that's kind of what we want to do through this podcast. So yeah, that's the story of how this podcast came to be. From a group of friends who would talk every night, we decided to, I guess, publish those conversations. And while this definitely was a decision that was like such a long time in the making, we really wanted to make sure that it was very, very well thought out. And I think that that is very well seen in our podcast art. So for our podcast art, I really wanted it to be 100% uniquely and authentically Cabanata. As always, it was designed by Sarah and she'll tell you more about the podcast art. Okay, so for the cover, I wanted to create something which was very Cabanata-esque, which showed who we are individually and as a team. We have our usual aesthetic using the borders and crumpled paper and of course the Cabanata color palette. Even the typefaces are things that we use in all of our Cabanata pub mats. So fun fact about the cover is that the leaves in the back are actually the leaves in the background of our post which announced our mission back in October 2019. As for the megaphone and pencil, I think it perfectly shows the two parts of Cabanata which is educating and creating with the eventual goal of empowering. Yeah, so as for my character, which is the one in the middle, by the way, it's sort of a reference to our media applications post, which sort of boomed our Instagram from, I think, 400 followers to 1,200. And I think that post really means a lot to me because it was one of the very last posts I got to make as media head. And it is what sort of, started my journey as assistant executive director too. And um, my character, she's, well, me. Starting with my clothes, well, while they can be described as bright and fun to many, to me it's like risky and new. And that's because I dress nothing like that. And that's mainly because clothing like that, for me, it takes a bit more confidence to wear. And though I don't dress like that right now, I hope to be able to gain that confidence to wear clothing like that. And the reason this is so significant is because while I see clothing as a way of determining and measuring my confidence, the sole reason I have confidence and the strength to do things I do now is because of Cabanata. As for my prop, it's a megaphone. And to me, it symbolizes a lot of things. It symbolizes my goal of amplifying the voices of young women. It symbolizes how I want to be able to speak up on things I care about, and also symbolizes the first big event slash project I held. Listen up. Now moving on to the character itself. If you guys look at my character and take note of our amazing pubs, you'll notice that my avatar and the character on my advocacy pub is the same. And through that pub, I was able to find the people I proudly call my team now. And that really means a lot to me because they played such a big role, and I guess as cheesy as it sounds, the person I am today. And so it's great to have that avatar be the one I'm using now. So yeah, that's a bit about my avatar. As for my avatar, I consider it to be a pretty perfect representation of me. The face is from another drawing of me that Sarah did for an article I wrote, so it really does look a lot like me. As for the clothing, that is actually the exact outfit I wore during our first Cabanata meeting slash photo shoot. School jogging pants, Uniqlo shirt, and all. The mic is pretty much symbolic of two things. Firstly, of me being really, really talkative, so much so that I could probably turn it into a career. But the second meaning of it is that I want Cabanata to not only be my means of speaking up, 
but to provide other people with the necessary tools that they need to be able to speak up as well. I want Kabanata to empower people and to let people know that we are listening, that someone out there is listening, and that your voice has power no matter how unimpactful you think your voice is. No matter how unimpactful you think you are, in reality, the fact that even one person is listening to what you have to say is amazing. And I think that social media has really given us, if anything, the power to make connections, right? Through our opinions and through the things that we say. And I think that we really need to start using this tool for good. And yeah, that's basically what the mic means. I want not only for Kabanata to be my means of speaking up, but yours as well. And that concludes my avatar explanation. And in the following episodes, you'll get to know us better beyond our avatars as well. With that, we conclude the prologue of Cabinet Talks. Once again, I am Maya. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kyla. Thank you so much for listening. Bye!